Good morning and welcome to the Coffee and Cap Rates podcast, your go-to source for New York City's latest commercial real estate insights. This program is brought to you by Ariel Property Advisors. Hi, everyone. This is Shimon Shkuri with Ariel Property Advisors at our podcast called Coffee and Cap Rates. And today we have our senior director, Matt Zabanek, who's going to tell us a little bit about the capital markets and what we're seeing specifically in lending and very specifically also in New York City. Matt, how are you doing? Hey, I'm doing well, Shimon. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So the Fed got a decision yesterday to not increase rates for the first time in, I think, 15 months. Give us a little bit of background and you can tell us about what happened the past 30 days in the lending market. We're very happy, I would say, to see the Fed decide to give a zero increase. You know, the past 15 months have been a bit crazy and brutal for the market while everyone's trying to catch up. And as deals are moving, rates are moving and just causing a lot of rocky roads and uncertainty. So zero increase is going to give some stability to this uncertain market. They did indicate they're potentially open to another 50 basis point increase before year end which made treasuries jump a little bit yesterday, but they seem to be settling this morning. So hopefully inflation data and job numbers keep coming in where we need them to, and the Fed can sort of let the market settle out around itself. Outside of that, you know, the past 30 days, we've really seen activity. We've been closing deals and signing term sheets specifically with banks on all different types of assets. Things have definitely gotten a little bit tougher. We've seen underwriting tighten. Obviously, rates are going up, which are causing DFVR-constrained deals specifically in lower cap rate markets like New York. So we're seeing a lot more cash in or cash neutral deal clients trying to limit that as much as possible. A lot of clients also see that rates will go down, maybe not tomorrow, but in the next two to three years. So there's been a heavy focus on the prepayment penalty as well, trying to get the best prepay for clients so they have the ability to refi or have flexibility once rates do start to trend down. Great. So basically, when we spoke, you said, Hey, look, a lot of lenders that were in the market, in the New York City market, are actually taking more market share as, you know, signatures out of the market today and First Republic's out of the market. So more of these lenders that we know that have transacted before and lend before in New York City are actually doing more of that. And we also mentioned the agencies, which is very, very interesting. And and you brought in a, a really good point, which says, look, if I'm taking a loan today, I want to get the flexibility to refinance sooner than five years or so if interest rates go down. So that's another important point to mention when you negotiate a mortgage to have the flexibility on the prepayment penalty, which I think is great. You also said underwriting is tougher, and I assume that because interest rates are much higher, so the debt coverages, like you said, are going to affect. And we've seen also uh, some cash in refinances. I'm, I'm sure you're trying to limit those for your clients. So it looks like the role of an advisor today, especially for the lending space, is a lot more important. And all of these points are very important for someone like you to be on the side of a borrower so you can advise them about every single thing you see. And when you run a process, just remind us how many LOIs you get on an average. Yeah. So Shimon, I think that's a great point. I agree that the role of an advisor in this market is more beneficial than ever before. And I think there's a couple of reasons to that. I think the first is we have lists of lenders and relationship with lenders that a lot of clients have never even heard of or done business with before. So, you know, a lot of clients are going to what used to be the top lenders in the market who are either out or just not as aggressive as they used to be. 
we're able to open the spectrum of lending relationships for this client and show them all the different options. I also think it's important because we don't know, we don't know moving forward if more banks start dropping out or putting a pause or you know having issues and you're in the middle of a deal with one of those banks, you need backups. And if that happens and you don't have any backups lined up, it could take you another month or two just to get a new bank on board. If we already have a list of lenders who have given us quotes, we can simply pivot to the next lender and move forward pretty quickly. So we've seen that on a few deals as well. And that's allowed us to really push forward. In terms of number of LOIs, I would say it really ranges based on asset class and sponsor and a few variables. But look, we're not seeing less offers than we used to see. We just have to go to more lenders to get the same number of offers. So I'd still say on average, we're getting somewhere in the seven to 10 offers per deal. But you know, we're just having to expand that list and widen our net to make sure we capture all of that. That makes total sense. So the last 30 days have been better. Lenders that are lending here want to do more of that business. Agencies doing more of that business. Yes, underwriting is a little tougher, but is getting done. So definitely some positive signs in the lending market, especially in the past 30 days. Matt, thank you so much for this. We really appreciate the insight and thank you for the listeners. Hey, appreciate it. Thanks so much, everyone.